0: I am ready to vote, so is my town. I am voting because it is my right. To me, voting is more than just electing a candidate. It is choosing the right people who have the country's best interest in mind. And these people will implement policies that will benefit everyone. If you don't vote, other people will vote for you and they'll make that decision for you. Remember, your vote, your right. Voting is not just a right, it's a civic duty that you and I have to bring about the change that we want through our leaders and we don't just vote for presidents. It starts with your local area councillor, then mayor and the list goes on. On the 12th of August, I am going to stand strong and bold with a firm vote. I am deciding my leader and you should too.
1: It is finally here, the time we've all been waiting for, season finale. I advise all of us take a cup of tea if it's in the morning you're listening to it stretch a little bit because my goodness we've all been waiting for this time and you guys have been definitely eager to listen to this season finale episode and you've been sending in your questions for our guest and as you might be aware it's it's, it's no secret by this time you know who our guest is you know the kind of energy he brings to the scene and I'm so glad that you guys have been with us we've done a podcast on Patreon We've talking about, uh, we've spoken about voter apathy, we've spoken about what to consider when choosing a leader. We've spoken about so many things and this is the episode we've all been waiting for. What then should we look at? How then should we respond to the results of the polls? This is Zambia Designs Podcast and today I'm joined by a vibrant young youth. Good morning, Ken. Good morning,
0: Inoki or Mr. Lupikisha. Which one do you prefer?
1: Either <laughs> <laughs> <know laughs> of the two is okay, but Inoki is
0: fine. Mr. Uh, am a direct. at
1: least not yet
0: (laughs) I'm grateful uh, to be here I'm humbled that you considered me to be part of uh, your uh, podcast it means a lot to me and i uh, would like to say good morning good afternoon uh, good evening to everybody that is uh, listening to us uh, throughout the world wherever you may be uh, thank you so much
1: for listening it is indeed um, a rare privilege to actually have you ken guys i have been following ken since i joined the internet of course facebook that is and you know i've definitely been following you your activities and, and what you do it's it's just amazing seeing um, you know how how it all st- started i mean from 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 the get-go to where you are now, the things you've done. You do so many things that sometimes it's difficult <laughs> to pinpoint who Ken Dumbo is. There's a professional life attached to it. There's what it does aside that, you know. So what really is it that you do, Ken? Well, firstly, I'd love
0: to say thank you so much for uh, the compliments that you have actually given. Uh, it brings me uh, motivation and hope if uh, a fellow young person really sees something positive in me because uh, most fellow young people do not have anything good to say about some of the things that we do. (laughs) I I don't know from what angle they look at things, but uh, when I hear fellow youth complimenting me and uh, uh, has something positive to say about what I do, I I really get motivated. For me, motivation and appreciation doesn't just come in monetary form. Uh, Sometimes the positive things that people say or talk about what you do is Motivation enough, so I don't take it for granted. I'm really grateful. Uh, talking about who uh, Ken Dumbo is, um, firstly, I'm born Kazungo Imanuonde. Those are my government names, or that is my government name, depending on who taught you, it's still a name. So, I'm Kazungo Imanuonde. I was born some years back, <laughs> yeah, some years years. years ago in the year 1991 so I'm still a very energetic uh, young person and uh, I'm born in a family of uh, five where I'm the first born I grew up in a compound and was raised in a compound called Solobon Compound, uh, in Kafue town of Lusaka province. I went to, uh, Titanizane preschool, then went to Nawoi, uh, to Kasenje basic school then, which is now Kasenge Primary School in Kafue Estates C5. Then I passed to grade uh, 9, a uh, grade 8 rather, at the same school. So I was at Ksenje Pri- Primary School from grade 1 to grade 9. Then when I wrote my grade 9 exams, I passed and uh, went to Naboye Secondary School, which was Naboye High School board then. Whilst in school I was uh, very actively involved in some extracurricular activities Activities, uh, such as uh, poetry, drama, and debate. So mm-hmm. I must say that at a very, at a, at a very tender age, just when I was in grade one, <laughs> I had the privilege to be appointed as a vice class monitor. <laughs>
1: That's quite an achievement at grade one, you know. It
0: is, it is. Because imagine at grade one, you have all these people coming from different walks of life in as much as you are young. But if your teacher is able to identify some leadership qualities in you, then it's a big achievement. I wish uh, it was a position of presidents at national (laughs) level. Yeah. So I served as class, vice class monitor from, I think, grade one to uh, grade uh, three. Then I was appointed monitor in grade Uh, three to grade uh, five. In grade six, I was appointed prefect. In grade seven, uh, grade six and seven, I served as prefect. Then I wrote my grade seven exams, passed to grade uh, eight. And in grade eight, I was again selected as prefect. In grade nine, I was appointed as a senior prefect. I wrote my grade uh, nine exams and passed to Nawaye Secondary School. But remember that before I even went to Nawaye Secondary School because of my active uh, you know, engagements and involvement in extracurricular activities uh, such as drama and poetry and Debate. Mm-hmm. I was uh, also given the privilege to run the drama club at uh, Kasenge Primary School. That I is now
1: see where, yeah. where this creativity comes from.
0: <laughs> so, about that. so when I went to Nawae Secondary School, uh, rumour had already reached the school that I was one of the most actively involved pupils in poetry, drama, and debate. So the moment I reached uh, I went to Nawei Secondary School at grade 10, I was put as one of the school representatives in the panel for debate at Nawei Secondary School. Now, I think you will agree with me, Enoch, that uh, it was it was rare. I don't know about now, but it was rare then for a grade 10 to be on the school panel uh, to represent the school at, uh, you know, uh, debate competitions. Mostly the The people that would be on those panels are grade twelves and maybe grade elevens. Yeah, but definitely. But at grade ten, I was given the privilege to be uh, the uh, one of the panelists uh, to represent the squad. Various, uh, you know, debate competitions. And when I was in grade eleven. I had the privilege to become you know, one of the executive members for the association, which is the Debate Club Association in school. When I got into grade 12, I was appointed debate president. And I must say that uh, we achieved quite a number of things with my colleagues then. We represented our school at the first ever uh, national debate time competition, which was uh, hosted by ZMBC TV1, whose presenter was uh, Sweet Lanji Siame. And we ran through the competition and fortunately we did not come out as winners but we managed to uh, debate in the final of that competition where we became runners up and uh, I I came out as the third best speaker of that competition and that was in the year 2011. Um, Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm really grateful. Then in the year 2014 I enrolled at Evelyn Horn College to pursue my studies in journalism and public relations and uh, I don't know how these rumors would go, but even when I reached at Evelyn Horn College, people already knew that I was actually uh, a debater at my previous school. So I was approached by the then debate president, uh, Mr. Lawrence, who actually asked me to be part and parcel of the debate club. And I was only in first year, but I started representing the school again uh, at uh, different competitions whilst I was only in, uh, in first year. In second year, something that had never happened, I was appointed and selected to be the debate president when initially uh people that normally run these associations at university or college level are supposed to be final year students yeah, so ab- definitely. we abrogated the constitution <laughs> we broke the constitution <laughs> uh, yeah they had to bend it a bit to have me as debate uh president in my second year and I served for two years as the president. We won quite a number of uh, uh, prizes as, as an institution. And I got quite a number of prizes on an individual level. Uh, in a nutshell, I graduated in the year 2017 as a journalist and public relations officer or person at uh, Evelyn Home College. And uh, yeah, after college, you know, as a youth, very excited to get into society, hoping that I was going to find a job. I tried to run up and down. Not that I didn't find jobs. Opportunities I found some, mm-hmm. but the terms of conditions were not very good uh, for my liking. So I decided to say instead of you know working six to six for for a company or for someone, why not just do my own things and hope that these things at some point are going to pay me in one or another. So that's how I decided mm-hmm. to come up with you know uh, a page called Ken Dumbo Comedy, where I would use my journalism skills to inform, educate, and entertain the man. Hence, what many have come to know today is Ken Dumbo Comedy with the motto or tagline "Comedy that speaks." And with the, uh, the you know the achievements that have come with the brand Ken Dumbo Comedy, I must say I've had a lot of privileged uh, privileges rather to host a number of functions as a director of programs. I've had an opportunity to uh, entertain people at different forums, and I've had a lot of opportunities to work with different companies as an influencer and uh, also a brand ambassador basically uh, that is Ken Dumbo in a nutshell
1: definitely in, uh, in a nutshell but we, you know we, we all know Ken there's a lot going on aside these few things that you've mentioned there are key things that we have noticed that you definitely do take at heart um, in 2019 uh, March, with one Oswald Sichone you mentioned that uh, your, your comedy is a clear depiction of what happens around um, around us and oh, yeah. it's one that will not just make you laugh but it's one that will make you learn something from it, and it will speak to you. That's why you call it comedy that speaks. Now that has grown to influencing the country at a much more higher stage. You have over a little over half a million followers on Facebook alone. That's that's right. something. And you you definitely do speak about um, a lot of things that are affecting the nation. You speak about things that are affecting the youth as well. Where 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 do you get the energy from? What what motivates you to you know speak about these key issues that young people are? Facing? You have gone head to head with the opinions that you take close to heart. And you definitely speak about them on your page. Where does the courage well, come from?
0: Well, you know, I'll be very honest with you that experience is the best teacher. It's uh, it's unfortunate that most of the people interpret such wise sayings or words in different ways. For me, whatever I do today, whatever I say, whatever risks I take is as a result of what I have gone through. It's as a result of uh, of of what I have experienced. I'm a very young person, and for me to have a following of over half a million is something that I never saw coming. Obviously, at some point, I had these ambitions of, you know, being this star. I had ambitions of, you know, interacting with different people at different levels but I just never thought in life I would command such a huge following. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll give a very uh, beautiful example of Jesus. Okay? And I'm hoping that uh, whoever is listening, uh, at least in one or another, whether they are a Christian or not, will just get this example. Jesus came to die for us, and as a result, you know, he had his disciples 12, but other than the disciples, every time Jesus Jesus made movements from one place to another who was being followed by a very huge crowd. Some people came to him because they wanted healing. Some people came to him because they needed interpretation of, you know, uh, certain things that happened in their lives. Some people followed him because they needed food. And so for me to have the following of over half a million people is a sign that, you know, I have something in me that people follow. And as a result, you should not just use uh, that following for one specific purpose. And that's one thing that I've refused. Sometimes I have people even on my social media platforms saying, you know what? Stick to one thing. If you're a comedian, just stick to comedy. But I'll tell you the truth. If I were to show you my inbox of my social media platforms, see what people ask me to do for them see the requests that people have uh, uh, to help me, you know, bring out what things affect them, you'd actually get shocked. So for me, what I do today, what I say on my page is as a result of one, my experience, what I have gone through, It is as a result of what people have asked me to do for them. It is as a result of what I have seen in our societies happen. And I cannot just use my platform to just, you know, entertain people. That is all. No, I'm a journalist and my core objective as a journalist, my core values as a journalist is to make sure that I entertain But not only should I entertain, I should educate. Not only should I educate, I should inform and that is where the
1: Ken Dumbo comedy brand, Comedy That
0: Speaks, stands on.
1: Uh, there's, there's, there's something we will see in you that we definitely follow. There are two addresses that you made on Facebook that stood out the most to me. And both of these were directly um, you know, headed for the country's um, president, uh, Dr. Edgar Chagolungu. The first one was in May 2020, when you literally, I could see on the video you are emotional. You are real. They are in individuals were fake with this, but I could see that you were real when you're talking about how the president has got the authority and the power to stop cadres from looting the nation's resources and the violence going on and and, and everything that's just happening in the country that you felt was not right. These are things that are literally tramping on um, the country's progress. The other one was on the 30th of January this year when you literally went head on talking about the issues of um, these scandals we faced in, 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 in our health sector of uh, um, the condoms, drugs being recorded, and things like that. We could literally see that you are genuine about this. We could literally see that you, you want a change to happen about uh, these kind of things. Ken, you mentioned that these things are based on experience. You're expressive about these kind of things we talk about on your social media because it's something that you've experienced. These are national issues and you mentioned in one of the broadcasts that you aired out saying you've received threats before and I'm sure you've received a ton of threats over several issues. What keeps you going to talk about governance-related issues with, that, with receiving threats threats, and you still keep on going? You, you, you don't stop. You just continue. You talk about it, you talk about it, you talk about it. What are you trying to gain at the end of the day? Well, if
0: you follow, if you have at some point followed Martin Luther King, uh, he once said, "You know, a protest is voice of the unheard." And the same Martin Luther King once said, um, "If you can't fight for anything, then you can die for anything, or you simply die for anything." I'm just paraphrasing that; those are not the exact words. Um, yeah. I'll, be, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. Uh, you know, I personally believe that some of the things that are happening in our country today—if only the president could use his powers as enshrined in the constitution—most of these things that. We're talking about would be the things of the past and that's why I come out so very emotional when I do some of these videos I know the risks that they come with but you know it's that kind of thing where you know very well that it is only this person that can do this thing so as much as it is a risk for you to take it is okay as long as you have not insulted that person you just remind them of what they're supposed to do just in case they have forgotten I did the video uh where i adre- i addressed the president about you know the issues of cadres because at some pe- at some point i just felt like you know it was too much of cadres doing things any way they want. And at at some point, even now, I still feel like, you know, the police that we have who have the powers as enshrined in the constitution are underrated by cadres. Most of them are scared of these cadres. They cannot arrest them even if they do wrong. And you know, our leaders are just quiet about it. It's like they're comfortable with what cadres are doing. But personally, I know that if the president says, today, I do not want cadres in bus stations. I have given you power. As uh, maybe city councils or district councils have given you powers, as you know, Zambia police and all uh, law enforcement agencies to just get rid of these cadres. Whoever is, you know, breaking the law, bring them to book, take them to court, let them be answerable for their actions. If only the president could do that, then I'm very positive that today most of us will be enjoying. But today, uh, you know, I'll tell you the truth, you will wear a red t-shirt, for example, go into town of Lusaka, or just a good example of, uh, you know, uh, intercity bus station. You will not survive. You either Come with an injury or you'll be beaten or you'll just be harassed for just wearing a red t-shirt. Why? supporters. <laughs> Sometimes just for, experience, uh, for expressing your opinions as an individual, because somebody doesn't like your opinion, they will threaten you. And I'm a very good example. Sometimes I'll put up my thoughts on my social media platforms and someone who apparently is the cadre of another political party will come and tell me you and do So it is good for a kada of another political party political party to be a card, but it is not good for somebody else to be a card of another political party. <laughs> Today, a police officer will be on a checkpoint. Their duty is to maintain and enforce law and order. Waka, wina angwaza pita, alibe musonko, alibe license, wakapeza, waka, waka pokola, bazamu guida. But somebody is going to come na moto kawani, ilibe mataya, ilibe mataya yari, yari in your city Alibe na license, alibe na number plate, ni 2021. If that is not the case, ni <laughs> And a police officer is going to just let that car pass. Why? Because the moment they stop it, they will tell them, you don't know who you are dealing with. You will lose your job. And I'm looking at this as a as a young person who is so passionate and patriotic about my country. And I look at this, I'm like, this has got a very huge impact on our future. And if it is Left uh, unhandled, at some point we we'll just have people doing things whatever way they want to. Why? Because we do we did not arrest the situation. Am I the only person? Does it mean that the president is not seeing this lawlessness in our country? And then I realized uh, even if I address the minister, even if I address the permanent secretary, they will not do anything unless the president says something. And that was where. I actually did those videos from. When we come to the issue of, uh, you know, the condoms and everything, you know, you and I know that for a long period of time, at some point, the Ministry of Health and other government institutions advocated for abstinence among young people. But if mm-hmm. I were to ask you a question, Mdala, I do you a question, abstinence it. Everybody today is saying, use a condom, use a condom, why? Because we probably noticed that uh, people are now sexually active and they're having sex anyhow. And so we cannot pretend by saying, you know, abstain as he say and hope that people are abstaining. The reality on the ground is that people are not abstaining. They're engaging themselves in sexual activities. Now, since they're engaging themselves in sexual activities, it is the duty of the people that are serving us now in public office to ensure that the health of these people that are engaging themselves in sexual activities is safe. Hence, With a campaign of, you know, be faithful to one partner and use a condom, we see the government now bringing in condoms to help protect its people. But how do you feel when you discover that these condoms are, you know, expired or they are not... A good, of good standard enough to be used for these people. Yet these things are already on the market and people are using them. You will not say at, this, at a time when these condoms came, somebody did not notice that, you know, they were expired. Others they did, but maybe we can just assume they got them at a very cheaper price and told the people that they got them at a different price and now they are enjoying the money. Now somebody is enjoying money at the expense of the health of the people and you just want people to celebrate you, just like, ah no you gave us expired condoms ah we are happy we are using them yet some people now have unplanned uh, pregnancies some people have now you know uh, transmitted these uh, you know sexually transmitted infections and so on and so forth. These are things that you know hurt me as, as a young person of this country because if we're not careful and if that situation was not addressed I don't know if it has been. We're going to have a situation where in the near future almost maybe 50 or 60% of the the population are HIV positive or they're infected with other, you know, sexual transmitted infections, which is not good for health because they are the same people that tell us that a healthy nation is a wealthy nation. But if we do not have a nation that is healthy, what do you expect? So that is where, you know, my motivation and my courage comes from. I personally feel, you know, maybe if I don't do it, nobody will. Maybe if I do not talk about it, Nobody will, because if somebody really does talk about it, then maybe there can be an action from the people that have got the power. But the fact that there is nothing, well, we'll continue talking and talking and talking, and just to hope, because at the moment we we can only hope, we cannot use our powers, because the powers that we have are not as powerful as the people that are in authority. So for now, we can only do the talking, and just to hope that they listen as they claim.
1: That's where the courage comes from. Definitely inspiring. Um, I must make mention that you, you have started a movement, Ken. Your, your dedication to see to it that the injustices of the nation are done away with. Your dedication to constantly speaking about things that matter in as much as you go about your work is something that is, is, is inspiring to so many young people. It is It inspires me so greatly, I must tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm one person that will follow you. I will literally watch each and every video that you post on Facebook because there's always something new that I learned. There's always a new motivation that I get upon just listening to Ken Dumbo. And especially when you start talking about the issues that are really affecting the nation. It's it's encouraging. It's inspiring. It's it's, it's one thing that will put me in a position of saying, oh, OK, he has started it. He's able to do it. I'm also seeing these injustices. I may not have as much as influence as he has, but the neighbor that I speak to about this, that's a change as well. So it's a chain movement that you're creating. And our best for is that you continue discussing
0: it in your I'm, in your most uh-huh. i'm grateful i just wanted to say i'm grateful it, it like i said it, it it inspires me i get motivated if uh, i hear fellow young people you know appreciate what i do and uh, they're able to see the motive uh behind everything that i'm doing it's so unfortunate you know some people who only look at it uh from a card point of view maybe because they're a card but if somebody's able to reason and say okay yes this guy does comedy but i think from what he's saying or from this video or from this statement that he has put up he's trying to communicate something if somebody's able to notice that then i'm i'm a happy person because that is my purpose my purpose is to educate, my purpose is to entertain, my purpose is to inform and if people are getting that, then I'm achieving my objectives. You definitely
1: are, you definitely are. Um, you, you, you're about most recent videos, there's another. There's one that you are talking about um, uh, this, uh, I'm sure a public office holder took some rice to the people that they give the rice back <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you spoke about that, there was a most recent one where the Malawi current president traveled out and just still made your comments about that what's most interesting to me though is um your end statement where you said and there have any such of and 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 I'm so glad that um there have been indeed so much rapport jacket but you passed your honest opinions about that um, and, and now we are coming to an aspect of where we are deciding this 12th of august and after that our best response as individuals what should it be so we are going to take our first short break and as we come back definitely Ken we're going to take a break ladies and gentlemen and when we come back we're going to discuss how best we should respond to the country polls and our general reactions as we engage with Ken or as we you know we formally call him uh, Kazungo It's it, it sounds weird if I call you Kazungo Emmanuel because I'm used to Ken Ken Emanuo is much more you know it's there
0: and, to be honest with you if uh you just call me Ken Dumbo I take it you don't know me but if someone even just from afar shouts Kazungo or Immanuel then I'll need to take time and say where does this person know me from because I'll tell you the truth at the moment not even my family calls me by my real name they have switched to Ken Dumbo so if somebody
1: calls me by my real name then uh, that person really knows me well it's the influence it's the influence I got a call yesterday Um, Enoch when are you having the recording is Emmanuel. I was like no Emmanuel. I'm, I'm not Emmanuel. and I was like Ken I was like oh Ken Ken yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quick break ladies and gents and we'll be back in the shorts
0: I am ready to vote so is my town I am voting because it is my right To me, voting is more than just electing a candidate. It is choosing the right people who have the country's best interest in mind. And these people will implement policies that will benefit everyone. If you don't vote, other people will vote for you and they'll make that decision for you. Remember, your vote, your right. Voting is not just a right, it's a civic duty that you and I have to bring about the change that we want through our leaders and we don't just vote for presidents. It starts with your local area councillor, then mayor and the list goes on. On the 12th of August, I am going to stand strong and bold with a firm vote. I am deciding my leader and you
1: should too. And we are back. Ladies and gents, quite a lot we've learned about Ken Bumbo, what inspires him. And uh, it's quite amazing seeing um, what makes this giant social media influencer of ours tick with regards to national affairs. And now, Ken, we are voting this fourth of August, and um, ECZ registered about 7 million voters. We have had a history of voter apathy in the country, which we are hoping not to see as individuals go to to pause this August. What, what are your general reactions to individuals voting this August? But what, what would you tell a voter as they go and vote this August on the 12th?
0: Firstly, uh, there are people out there that think politics is just for specific people. They think only those people that uh, we know to be politicians are the only people that, you know, have the power to speak. They are the only people that have got the, you know, the powers to do anything. I want you to realize as an individual that that person who you call a politician today, that person who is in public office, that minister, that permanent secretary, that, you know, president of that political party cannot become who they want to become if you are not involved. Hence, you and I must... Take keen interest in politics. Don't engage yourself in politics. Just concentrate on your comment. Politics <laughs> affects literally everything around us. In church, we elect leaders. That's politics. Today, most churches are not operating as they are supposed to. Why? Because a group of politicians at some point sat down and agreed that currently the situation does not allow people to meet. And so let's tell these people not to meet or let's tell these people to, you know, to be meeting in segments. It was the decision of a politician at some point. Even for churches to run the way they run, for them to register wherever they register from, it is because at some point politicians sat down and came up with rules, laws, and regulations that govern how churches must operate. It was a politician. It is not just members who sat down and said, we are going to come up with a church. You can be as holy as you want as a church member but if you do not follow the rules that a politician came up with your church will be closed that's how powerful politics is you can be a civil servant but you see the civil servant that you are today is as a result of a politician who at some point was appointed to serve in a certain office or elected to serve in a certain office and came up with you know Uh, rules, laws, and regulations that govern a certain ministry or government uh, office that you are serving today. It is a politician that came up with that. Even the terms and conditions that you work under, it is as a result of, you know, the decisions that a politician has meant. So, if you say you cannot involved in politics, no, you cannot get involved in politics, no, because you're a civil servant, you cannot go to vote because, you know, even if you vote, things will still remain the same. You are not disadvantaging a politician, you are disadvantaging yourself. There are a lot of us young people today who are saying, you know, me, I, whether I vote or I don't vote, it will still remain the same. This politics thing is for elderly people. Come on. When you ask our forefathers who fought for our freedom. Most of them were just youths when they started. The Kaundas were only in their 30s when they started fighting for our freedom. The Venon Mwangas were only in their 30s and 27s when Arupia band when you ask them, they were very, they started serving our nation at a very young age. So we need to actively get involved in politics. And getting actively involved does not mean you need to talk anyhow. Uh-uh. It's when opportunities for us. Yes. When opportunities for us to vote like 12th of August is coming, come, you as an individual has the right to speak your mind through the ballot it is not always you know come on not all of us are talented in singing not all of us are are talented in you know playing soccer but in one or another our decisions matter it is only you as an individual who has a dream of what type of zambia you want to have in the next five years and that dream Cannot be actualized if you do not take interest in voting. So I want to urge each and every patriotic Zambian. Unless he mm-hmm. Zambia then it's okay. You can sit down at home and wait for the results to come out. But if there is a certain Zambia that, you know, visualizing. There is a certain Zambia that you're dreaming of. A Zambia where you are free to speak your mind without being harassed. A Zambia where you can dress, you know, whatever color you want to dress in without anybody approaching you or harassing you or you know, insulting you for the color that you have worn. If you're dreaming of a Zambia where you, you know, you wish your children are going to have employment or employment opportunity of a Zambia where, you know, you can do business, without being victim, victimized, then you need to take that step and vote as an individual. doesn't matter who you are. You can be a pastor. You can be a carpenter. You can be a musician. You can be a footballer. But as long as you are under the umbrella of Zambia, the decisions that you make today have an impact on the Zambia that you want to have in the future. So please, I urge each and every one of us to get involved. As 12th of August is approaching, let's all go and vote. I will not tell you who to vote for because I assume that the fact that you got an NRC, I assume that the fact that you got a voter's card, I'm assuming that you're old enough to make a decision on who you want to vote for. Mine is just to encourage you to say, vote because your vote counts. If it never did, then there was no need for, uh, you know, Electoral Commission of Zambia to register us as voters hundred votes cannot be 100 votes if one vote is not there 99 that's how mm-hmm. powerful the votes are so your vote counts your vote determines who will be president next uh, come after twelfth of August, your vote is powerful enough to determine who will be your area councillor. Your vote is powerful enough to determine who will be your area member of parliament. Your vote is powerful enough to determine who will be the council chairperson
1: or mayor. So use that vote wisely. Ken, I I I, I, I am a person who is definitely keen to vote this year because I'm a first time voter. And, You're welcome. Uh, Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for coming me to the league <laughs> oh, yeah. I am so keen I, I can't wait To definitely cast my vote And mm-hmm. it begs the biggest question Of, of the more I vote today, it's the 12th of August I've casted my vote Then the wait, Then the announcing of Of, um, of, of the winners From as low as counselor to country's president, there's always this tension that gets to rise, especially with the movement of um, elections in any nation. Uh, Recently, we've seen some African nations going to pause, um, one of them that really shook the African continent with uh, commentary all over uh africa was the aspect of where we saw a vibrant musician standing in for president who almost got close to winning the seat and that definitely brought in its own tension as the ruler who was there before is was re-elected to to power and now i'm thinking in my own nation how best is it i should respond because i have a candidate i'm voting for there's someone literally I have someone I'm voting for saying this person is what one I'm voting for because I am certain this is the one that's either going to carry the day, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, I I believe this is a person that's going to bring change oh, this is a person that's going to continue with the change that I want, right? Mm-hmm. Just recently mm-hmm. in South Africa, upon the arrest of uh, the then president, Jacob Zuma, we saw looting in the whole nation. The whole South Africa that we, you know, we, we, we look up to, to be rather civilized elite to aside the xenophobic acts that they have on their own. But we saw the looting happening everywhere. And it, it begs the question, how best is it I should react to the results of the polls? One thing we need to
0: understand is that uh, Zambia is a democratic country And uh, the fact that it is a democratic country means that, you know, City onse Pamene Vindu Vamene Tifu na visa mbokuchitika. So as an individual, ngang karena muntu, wame inenemotan kare president. But there are several other people out there bame presidency vabo. Imagine in this year's elections, we have 16 presidential candidates. Not all of them can be president. Only one among the 16 will be president. Now, Mm -hmm. that means my vote alone is not enough to decide who will be president, but it counts to who must be president. So to the people out there, my advice and my encouragement is we all have our own preferred candidates in this election. And we are hoping that... But... It is the counting of all the votes together that determine who wins. And only the person with the most votes is declared winner. So, in that when I was a president, out of over 7 million voters, at was 2 votes, sanga nkale president olegutini bili vagutu uyu mtu ndiyali na vision but ma votes siyangakwane sanga nkale president, remember kuti under constitution apa, for one to be president afu ni kukala na 50% of the over 7 million votes ayo plus one, songa tueva peslagutia nkala chabe na 2% o nkala na 49% nishi sanga nkale president so our age that, you know, uh, we become uh, each brother's keeper and then we should be uh, very calm and should accept the results as they come. When run my elections by Electoral Commission mm-hmm. of Zambia, in the constitution to conduct these elections genuinely, free and fairly. And so when they give us their results, we are assuming, Kuti, they have done them freely and fairly. But if people have got, you know, doubts or lo kape na balina evidence, Kuti ya a ayam election si free and fair. The Constitution and the Electoral Code of Conduct gives them powers to appeal or petition. Kukoti Kuti ya a ise tiganiza Kuti ayam vote banaba evidence it now ni nine 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 nine. But if you have no evidence, you have no proof could ya candidate one banaba. then you there's no need for you to cry foul. Maybe you just need to work on your uh, strategy. You vote in a democracy, we all vote using a, the ballot or the polling booth. But at the end of the day, only one person emerges winner. And we, winner. we need to wait for another five years to, uh, to cast our votes. That's why we need to be very careful, you know, as we vote. Because the decisions that we're going to make as individuals in on 12th of august the people that we are going to vote for are going to lead us or serve us for the next five years five years
1: yeah
0: so, so if you are not convinced cannot do what you want to be done in the next five years, give it a prayer. <laughs> Mupemperere so that maybe that campaign message ya sina, sinakupa sinakustani convince maning kuto uyu muntu Maybe mukapempera muzimu era Holy Spirit. I wish to guide because I personally, if you where a manifesto fails, then you only need the. <laughs> The Holy Spirit to guide you to make a wise decision. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> out there, as the results will be announced, uh, let's be each brother's keeper. There's no need for us to fight. There is no need for us to take to the street kwambo kwanya kwa nyakatundu kwendo kufanya mahospit o kwendo kufanya mapolice station or polling stations remember Nindarama dalama zatu zani manga hivyo vintu so the moment you start breaking them it means you have to pay for them in one or another and imagine you getting arrested to go and save for five years or two years or ten years or whatever fine that you'll be given or sentence you'll be given as a result of your action. It will not be a good story for you. It will not be a good story for your family. So let's be as civil as possible. I my results, let's accept. But if you feel good, that's why there, is a, there, is a, there are courts of law today. You can go there and submit your petition.
1: And, and you, you've definitely spoken what, what is justice from um, the expectations. You started with the importance of voting, and you, you, you literally made it plain, saying five years ni ukulu maning. And, cool and <laughs> definitely, it's um, it's a whole long period of time. You literally go to school, get a bachelor's degree, in one year, salak. In these five years, a lot can happen, a, a whole lot. Ni mwa mwa foezi mo
0: mliko bwino manje zikutudzana chama 3 years it means waenda kuschool wa, wa, ku wa tsana graduate anga lako na ka 1 year or 2 years experience mo few dear so that's how big 5 years is and uh, if we are not careful we make wrong decisions just because muntu atipa satunga just because muntu atipa t-shirt they will not be there to give you that t-shirt in the next 5 years they will not be there to give you that kasakakaa unga in the next 5 years but what they tell you they are going to do and how they are going to do it is what will make Zambia a better country. So let's
1: vote wisely. Great. That's that's, that's definitely amazing. Ken, I think uh, as, as, as an end note, before you give your, um, your, your, your final remarks to conclude everything, just one last quick question on an aspect of um, you, you've been very vocal about the country's development, the injustices, and everything on that affects individuals and how politics just comes into effect all over our daily decisions I think the question is in what direction would you want the country to grow in after the 4th of August with whosoever uh, is in power be it the current uh, government retains the authority the current political party retains the presidency or a new government is, is is in swing in what direction how best would you want the country to grow well
0: firstly I, w- I would love us to grow with what we mean when we're seeing our national anthem free men withstand and when we say free we need to mean it zambia is not a country for one specific political party zambia is not a country for one specific individual zambia is a country for people of different tribes people coming from different ethnic groups people coming from different uh regions people coming from different you know walks of life and all these people are zambians doesn't matter their tribe doesn't matter their uh, color doesn't matter their structure or stature they are zambians and so they need to be treated as such One thing that I would love us to work on as a country is unity. I would love us to promote unity beyond anything else. Once we are united as a country, it means we can live together as one. Once we are united as a country, it means we can work together to develop our country. So I would love us to promote and work towards uniting this country. Secondly, I would be a very happy person if each and every zambian has a share of the national cake and when i mean a national uh, share of an, uh of the uh, the national cake or a share of the national cake i mean creating opportunities for each and every person around the country not just in specific areas or specific regions when opportunities come or are made by government to say, okay, we have maybe this empowerment scheme. Let there be an opportunity for people from different parts of the country to benefit. May policies that benefit each and every person in our country be made by the people that will be entrusted with, you know, the privilege to go and you know, make those policies in parliament in our council uh, chambers and, you know, various other places, you know, wherever they're going to be working from so for me let's work towards uniting our country let's work towards uh, you know creating opportunities for all zambians and let's work towards you know creating a friendly political environment for all i think those uh would be my, my 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 key areas because when we unite the country And we create opportunities, obviously, uh, people will no longer cry about unemployment because if there are opportunities, people will not just wait wait to be employed, they will create employment for themselves. Look at the time that we're living in, Enoch, a time of COVID-19, where... You know, at a time when we thought certain jobs could be done by hundred people, now in certain companies you find that the job that was done by a hundred people is now only uh, done by two people and there is technology involved. So not each and every one of us can be employed, but if we create opportunities, that will you now make people do business, uh, run their own companies and uh, own things. Who no longer have a secret where people are crying for employment. Uh, the other thing is in the health sector, I think for a long period of time, the past five years, for me, there have been very bad scandals in relation to the Ministry of Health. We've heard stories about expired drugs, we've heard stories of expired gloves, we've heard stories of expired condoms, misappropriation of funds. I'm hoping that after 12th of August, we'll hear a different story, a story that is going to give hope to the people. Because at this point, some people are not even confident about the medicines that they are taking because they don't know if they are safe or not. So I'm hoping that, you know, there'll be keen interest in that aspect that, you know, people that are going to work under the Ministry of Health are going to put, you know, the self-safety and the health of the people of Zambia as their priority. On the aspect of, you know, national security, I would actually hope that, you know, the police do their jobs professionally. There should be no political interference on certain government agencies like the police especially because the moment the police seem to be siding with the government in as much as they work with the government of the day but if the decisions that they make seem to only side with the government of the day and uh, they abuse other political opponents you know. What that is going to cause is, you know, a revolution. People will now stand for themselves and as a result, that's what causes anarchy. So I'm hoping that as we go towards and after 12th of August, the police also will do their jobs professionally and stand on their duty to
1: protect the
0: citizens
1: and enforce the law Correctly. I think that's what I would say. Definitely amazing. And I believe Ken is trying to communicate the fact that uh, what we should all hope for is a better Zambia today and a better Zambia tomorrow. For not just a specific group of people, but for everyone. I've been taking notes myself throughout this entire conversation because it's, it's, it's a conversation I've learned a lot from and I hope you guys have been learning a lot from as well and Ken as, as we conclude the podcast uh, I, I, I would appreciate if you are to speak to each and every listener right now who will be listening uh, by the time this will be made public so if, if, if I'm sure you obviously prepared a couple of words to um, speak to our hearts uh, as we vote on the 12th of August and our message to proceed with after the 12th of August you can take it home
0: <laughs> it's at this point where I feel like uh, i'm a motivational speaker
1: go ahead motivate
0: <laughs> um, first and foremost I would, I would love to speak to a lot of young people out there that still feel you know things can't happen the way you want them to happen uh sometimes you know people tell us we can't do anything because they themselves failed but you know you're a different person if John failed, it doesn't mean Enoch is going to fail. Probably a certain thing that uh, John did not do right, and that if Enoch does right, he's going to excel. So I always tell people that, you know, you are the only person who knows who you are. Not even your parents, not even your relatives know who you are. It is only you as an individual that knows who you are. It is only you as an individual who knows what you have inside you. It is only you who knows where you would love to be in the next few days or in the next few years. And it is only you that can achieve those things. Sometimes it is not worth it waiting for people to push you to do things that you know you want sometimes it takes only you to push yourself use the available resources use whatever you have to become who you are i'll give you an example of myself from grade six i always wanted to be a journalist i always wanted to be on tv i always wanted to be this person that is going to speak out for people At a time I went to college, I thought that opportunity for me to be on TV was going to come. Of course it did, but it didn't come with the terms and conditions that I wanted. So I decided to create a platform for myself. Today, people think what I have done Maybe I have a very big company where, you know, I have all these cameras, I have all these things that, you know, help me do the works that I do. But the truth is, I only have my phone and my tripod stand. So sometimes you do not have to wait until you have... uh, a Canon camera or a uh, Sony camera for you to make your dreams come true. Use what you have at your disposal to become what you want. Today I can safely say from the phone that I first used to start creating my videos, I'm no longer the person that I was then at least today, I can get a camera that I want to make my works look better. Today, I'm a young CEO of a very small company that today hires music system for events. Today, I'm a very young director of programs that handles different functions Corporate and social events, that could have not been achieved if I waited for somebody to push me. So sometimes push yourself as an individual. Coming to what we've been discussing, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are listening to this podcast from, we now have an opportunity to decide the zambia we want in the next five years like i said i will not tell you who to vote for i'm sure at this point as an individual you've already decided who you want to vote for as you vote let's be civil let's accept the fact that each and everyone around us has the same rights like we do. We have the right to our own opinion, we have the right to our own, uh, To uh, we have the right to freedom of association, we can associate with whoever and whatever political party that we want to, we have the right to our own opinion, we have the right to freedom of expression. Not only one person has that, uh-uh. not only one political party has that, uh-uh. the same rights that people that support Political party A is the same right that people that support political party B, C, D, and E have. So as we go and vote, let's have tolerance towards each other. Let's agree to disagree. But most importantly, let's accept the results as they come there's no need to fight there's no need to insult each other because guess what there's more life and there's more things to do after the elections and the person that you're insulting today the person that you're fighting today may be the person to help you after the elections are done so let's all accommodate and tolerate each other
1: I must make mention Ken that I'm really grateful that you took your time off your busy schedule to um, know, uh, record this podcast with me today it definitely been so much. You have um, spoken out your heart as a motivational speaker, <laughs> and also <laughs> as um, you know, a, a, an individual who's got vision for a country, an individual who's passionate about what they do. And I'm really grateful. Uh, it's 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 definitely amazing to be able to hear this, and um, I'm just grateful. Uh, allow me to say thank you again for 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 ensuring that this message is definitely put out, and it's, it's now available which we're going to distribute this podcast as far as it can go to ensure that the masses get to hear it and this information keeps on spreading and it's it has been an amazing conversation I've definitely enjoyed it I've taken down so many notes and I'm sure I'm confident that after this conversation I'm not the same person as I was before to be fairly honest speaking about um, your phone right and using a tripod stand I podcast with my phone and now I'm more encouraged to do more podcast episodes because of the motivation you've just provided right now so right here right now I'm motivated and I'm very much sure thousands and thousands of individuals will be motivated. Those that to listen to it uh, by the time it's published and those that to listen to it after it's published, many years after. And I'm just so grateful that you took your time to be a part of this podcast. Thank you so much, Ken.
0: I'm grateful. You know, uh, uh, please keep up. Don't give up. Of course, some people are going to discourage you but like I said, it is only you who knows what you want to be. It is only you who knows what you have inside you. And it is only you who knows yourself better. So keep doing you.
1: On a lighter note, Ken, I, I feel this is the right time for me to mention that I, I uh, by the time that I, I'll choose to marry, I will not be looking for um, an MC because I have one here. I, hope I can definitely reach out to you and you can MC the event.
0: Um, I'll be very grateful. Uh, I don't know if you've already found someone to marry. But I can give you a quotation in advance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll appreciate the quotation now. I'll appreciate the quotation now. <laughs> <All> right, <didn't laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, it has been Zambia Designs, our season finale episode with Emmanuel Kazungo, and it's been an amazing episode. I hope you guys have definitely enjoyed it. Please be sure to share this content with many other individuals out there that they may be able to listen, learn and grow. It has been Enoch and Emmanuel Kazungo aka Ken Dumbo on Zembe Design's season finale and bye-bye.